0: Hola a todos. Welcome back to the Coffee Break Spanish Espresso, in which we're bringing you a quick shot of Spanish to help you keep thinking about the language on a regular basis. Thanks again for all your messages this week. In particular, we'd like to say thanks to Ashmarvla on iTunes, who gave us a fantastic five-star review, saying, I love this so much and it's really helped me. It feels like I have my own teacher. Well, thank you, Ashmarvla. We are delighted that you feel that way. We'd also like to say hola to Faye Lee from Switzerland, who told us me encanta este podcast. Estoy escuchándolo en el coche y estoy cantando, subjunctive of the week, este cine. It's fantastic to know that you're all enjoying the espresso and please do keep your comments, reviews and emails coming. Okay, let's get on with the episode and this time we've got something a little special for you. This week we're focusing on an aspect of culture rather than language. This episode will be released on the 1st of November, which is an important day around the Spanish-speaking world. It's known in Mexico as El Día de los Muertos or El Día de Muertos. But the Catholic festivals of All Saints, Todos los Santos and All Souls, Los Fieles Difuntos, are also celebrated in most other Spanish-speaking countries. Since the Coffee Break Spanish Espresso is all about helping you increase your vocabulary and about building your awareness of all things Spanish, we thought it would be useful to look at some words and phrases traditionally associated with this time of the year. In Mexico, el Día de los Muertos is a time when people come together to pray for their family members and friends who have died. Some families will build a private altar known as el altar de la ofrenda, the altar of the offering. And they'll honour the dead by placing calaveras de azúcar, or indeed, in Mexican Spanish, calaveras de azúcar, sugar skulls, and flores de sempasuchil. Sempasuchil is a Mexican marigold. It's a yellow flower, and it's said to have 400 petals and a very strong smell, which represents death. Now, other words associated with this special day include el esqueleto, which is the skeleton, but the skeletal figures which represent death in the traditions are actually known as las calacas, las calacas. Another thing that's placed on the altar, on the the altar, which is created in people's houses or indeed schools or places of work, are velas. Velas are candles, and these light the way for the souls on their journey. Something else that's placed on the altar is un retrato del fallecido, El fallecido is the dead person, the deceased, fallecido, or, of course, fallecido. Now, this comes from the verb fallecer, fallecer, or fallecer, F-A-L-L-E-C-E-R, fallecer. And that means to pass away. It's a it's a nicer verb than morir. It's less uh, strong than the verb morir, which, of course, means to die. So we have morir, to die, giving muerto, and fallecer to pass away. Fallecido being someone who has passed away or who is deceased. Fallecido, un retrato del fallecido. Now, there's lots more to be said about El Día de los Muertos and we'll add some links to the lesson notes to help you find out more about these traditions in various parts of the Spanish-speaking world. Of course, if you're not already signed up for a membership to access these lesson notes, you can find out all you need to know at coffeebreakspanishespresso.com. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. In between lessons of Coffee Break Spanish, why not check out our social media accounts? On Facebook, just search for Coffee Break Spanish. We post regular language challenges and cultural information. We are Learn Spanish on Twitter, and you can come behind the scenes with the Coffee Break team by searching for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram practice your Spanish and join the conversation with Coffee Break Spanish. It's time to move on to the next part of our episode and that is
2: subjunctive of the
0: week. It is indeed time for the subjunctive of the week and as you know that's when we say hola to Fernanda.
2: Hola, Mark. ¿cómo te va? Muy bien, ¿y tú? Y a mí muy bien, gracias. Bueno, el subjuntivo de esta semana es esperar que.
0: Ah, la palabra esperar tiene dos significados, ¿no?
2: Sí, sí, se puede usar en dos ocasiones diferentes.
0: Entonces, primero esperar quiere decir to wait. Espero el autobús. Muy bien. I'm waiting for the bus. Pero también quiere decir to
2: hope. Sí, está unido a la palabra esperanza. Claro que sí. sí. Muy bonita palabra. La primera oración de esta semana es, espero que tengamos suerte Y ganemos el concurso. Mm,
0: Yo también espero así.
2: Sí, esperemos a cruzar los dedos. Exacto. (ríe) Repitámosla. Espero que tengamos suerte y ganemos el concurso. ¿Cuál es la traducción, Mark?
0: Espero que tengamos suerte. I hope that we have luck, literally. (ríe) Pero no se dice así en inglés. I hope that we are lucky. Muy bien. And that we win. The competition.
2: Sí, perfecto. Muy bien. Y aquí tenemos dos subjuntivos, dos verbos conjugados. El primero, tengamos, que viene del verbo tener. ¿Sabes lo que es tener, Mark? Creo que sí. Ah, excelente. ¿Qué es?
0: (laughs) Tener es to have.
2: Muy bien.
0: So here we're saying, I hope that we have luck, because in Spanish you don't say to be lucky, but to
2: have luck. Sí, tú lo tienes, tienes suerte. (laughs) Y el segundo es ganemos que viene del verbo ganar. ¿Qué será ganar?
0: Ganar quiere decir to win, pero también quiere decir to earn.
2: Sí, ambas. Sí, sí, sí. Muy bien.
0: Ganar dinero, to earn money.
2: Sí, ganar tu salario, sí. Exacto. Muy bien. Bueno, espero que ganemos el concurso, Mark. (risa) Sí. Una pregunta. Dime.
0: Espero que tengamos suerte y que ganemos el concurso o Espero que tengamos suerte y ganemos el concurso.
2: Puedes usar ambas en esta ocasión. Depende de qué tanto quieres enfatizar la diferencia. Ambas están unidas al primer espero que. Así que está bien como está, pero tienes una opción.
0: Vale, muchas gracias.
2: De nada. La segunda oración es, Pilar espera que su marido encuentre trabajo pronto. Pobre Pilar.
0: Pobre Pilar, Sí, sí, sí.
2: Bueno, otra vez. Pilar... Espera que su marido encuentre trabajo pronto. ¿Qué significa la oración?
0: So here, Pilar is hoping that her husband finds work soon.
2: Sí, sí. Por eso decía pobrecita ella. Bueno, y aquí tenemos un subjuntivo, que es encuentre, que viene del verbo encontrar. ¿Qué significa encontrar, Mark?
0: Encontrar quiere decir to find. Sí, Pues entonces crucemos los dedos para Pilar.
2: Sí, bueno, de repente le compramos un boleto ahí para el concurso, algo que participe en el concurso.
0: Entonces esperamos que gane el concurso.
2: Sí, esperamos que Pilar gane el concurso.
0: Muy bien. Pues muchas gracias.
2: Gracias a ti, Marc. Adiós. Of the week.
0: OK, that's that for the subjunctive of the week. It's now time to think about our quotation, nuestra cita de la semana. And this time... We are talking again about a subject that we've already covered in this episode, and that is the subject of death, la muerte. And this is a quotation from the Chilean author, Isabel Allende. And it goes like this. La muerte no existe. La gente solo muere cuando la olvidan. Si puedes recordarme, siempre estaré contigo. I'll say that again. La muerte no existe. La gente solo muere cuando la olvidan. Si puedes recordarme, siempre estaré contigo. this is quite a poignant quotation. Let's think about it, and let's think about it from a, a language point of view. La muerte no existe. Death does not exist. La gente solo muere cuando la olvidan. So la gente is people, only die. And remember, la gente is singular although we talk about people in the plural, in English. So, la gente solo muere cuando la olvidan. So, people only die when you, plural, in the ustedes form, forget them. And the la is referring to la gente. But of course, them is the translation because we talk about people in English. La gente solo muere cuando la olvidan. Si puedes recordarme, siempre estaré contigo. If you can remember me, I will always be with you. This quote comes from the novel Eva Luna by Isabel Allende. And again, we'll put more information about this in our notes for this week. La muerte no existe. La gente solo muere cuando la olvidan. Si puedes recordarme, siempre estaré contigo. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week's Coffee Break Spanish Espresso. We hope you've enjoyed this espresso shot of Coffee Break Spanish. However, this has been only a small taste of our full menu of courses available. Whether you're an absolute beginner, getting ready for a trip to a Spanish-speaking country, or you're studying Spanish at an advanced level and want to improve your grammar or increase your range of expression, we have a course for you. To take your Spanish to the next level, head over to coffeebreakspanish.com This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com